Countries, Lifting Health for All is a podcast inspired by the words of Sandra Cisneros in her 1984 book titled The House on Mango Street. In her book, the narrator struggles to find her sense of belonging in her neighborhood. What follows is an excerpt from a chapter called Four Skinny Trees, where the narrator describes her relationship with her neighborhood and growing up. Four Skinny Trees They are the only ones who understand me. I am the only one who understands them. Four skinny trees with skinny necks and pointy elbows like mine. Four who do not belong here, but are here. Four raggedy excuses planted by the city. From our room, we can hear them. But Nenny just sleeps and doesn't appreciate these things. Their strength is their secret. They send ferocious roots beneath the ground. They grow up and they grow down and grab the earth between their hairy toes and bite the sky with violent teeth and never quit their anger. This is how they keep. Let one forget his reason for being. They'd all droop like tulips in a glass, each with their arms around the other. Keep, keep, keep. Trees say when I sleep, they teach. When I am too sad and too skinny to keep keeping, when I am a tiny thing against so many bricks, then it is I look at trees. When there is nothing left to look at on the street, Four who grew despite concrete. Four who reach and do not forget to reach. Four whose only reason is to be and be. Hi, uh, welcome. We have Dr. Melissa Simon here. Uh, she serves as Vice Chair for Clinical Research in the Department of Obstetrics and Gynecology and as a professor in the Departments of Preventive Medicine and Medical Social Sciences. In addition to leading the new Center of Health Equity Transformation, she's also director of the Chicago Cancer Health Equity Collaborative and co-leader of the Cancer Control and Survivorship Research Program and the Community Engagement and Outreach Program at the Lurie Cancer Center. Dr. Simon, thank you for being here. Um, I appreciate you spending time with us. Thank you. Thank you for having me. It's great to be back on the Skinny Trees podcast, and it's great to revive it um, since 2016. Um, we unfortunately still have health disparities in the city and, and um, now is the opportunity to be able to really try to, to bridge across all of the great work being done throughout the city of Chicago around equity, social justice and health equity specifically and really try to move the needle and improve everyone's health here in the city. It's great to hear. Can you tell us a little more about the new Center for Health Equity Transformation, and why is it important to the university and also how it is different from other centers at the university? So the Center for Health Equity Transformation is a bold new opportunity launched by Northwestern University Feinberg School of Medicine and Northwestern Medicine, um, and has been wonderfully supported by both the Robert H. Lurie Comprehensive Cancer Center at Northwestern University and also the Institute for Public Health and Medicine, or IFAM at Northwestern. And this is a wonderful 
outward statement that Northwestern cares as a whole about improving everyone's health. And that is the core mission of this center to improve everyone's health really globally, but we have a special focus and our heart really is in improving the health of the Chicagoland area. Um, everyone is and has a, an opportunity to um, achieve health and should have that opportunity. And we want to work together across the city with organizations, um, different government sectors, including the Chicago Housing Authority, Chicago Transit Authority, the Park District, the libraries, the Chicago Department of Public Health and others, um, along with all the other academic institutions and hospitals and community health centers um, to improve people's health. And we have to do it together. Can we take a step back? And uh, can you help us define health equity and health disparity? Health equity is a concept that is a really, um, it comes from the orientation that everybody should have an equitable chance to be healthy and achieve health and maintain their health. And what I mean by equity or equitable versus equality um, is that we understand that equality is the same thing or same set of things given to each person, regardless of who that person is. Whereas equity is more from a personalized standpoint. And that means that we acknowledge that everyone is going to need a different kind of lift, if you may, that we all need some kind of lift to achieve health or maintain our health or become healthy and that we um, come from the standpoint that everyone will need a different type of lift or a different type of toolkit of the sorts or help in, in many different ways to achieve that metric of achieving health or maintaining health. Thank you. Uh, and how would you describe the current landscape of health disparities in Chicago? So unfortunately, health disparities um, haven't changed too much in, in Chicago and there are health disparities um, in every single disease, pretty much. And although we have decreased the gap in some uh, chronic conditions such as breast cancer, we still have a long way to go in, in every single disease. Um, and in just in, in general, in achieving health and maintaining health, we have a long way to go. I want to ask you, uh, we've heard the term health equity by design. Um, could you tell us about that and how it shapes your work? So design thinking is a really important uh, mindset and, and approach to um, big problems. So health and health disparities and health inequities are big problems. They cross multiple sectors. For example, education impacts health, housing impacts health, food insecurity or food availability um, or lack of availability it, it impacts health. Um, transportation, insurance, access to healthcare, um, all of those things impact health. And so because of that very multi-layered, um, complex nature of health in general and what, what it takes to achieve health and maintain health, it is really important to have a strategy or an approach such as design thinking when you are trying to improve health at a city level, at a nation level, and at a, a global level. And what are some of the first priorities that um, the Center for Health Equity Transformation, CHED, will 
tackle? So at Northwestern, there are um, several different centers that, that focus on community health and um, health of sexual and gender minorities and health of children and others. But this will be really the first center that takes more of a broad approach that includes that design thinking, that includes um, addressing one of the most important challenges, I would say, in health equity. And that is really getting at the core of discrimination and bias and all of the isms that, uh, including racism, that exist and really addressing history and understanding that in order to really achieve equity and health equity, we actually have to tackle the isms and the discrimination and bias in everything we do. And that includes healthcare delivery. It includes um, how we design research. It includes our programming and our approach and our accessibility and availability to partner with different organizations and um, sectors across the city, across the country, and across the world to actually improve health step-by-step step together. And speaking of the programs you mentioned, what are some of the programs uh, that you may introduce in the next six to 12 months, let's say? So we have a lot to do, as you can imagine, and uh, I have a hundred billion things in my mind uh, that I want to start with from the center, but we have to acknowledge that there is time and bandwidth issues. Um, the first thing that we are going to do, well, there will be several things, honestly, that we'll do first, but right now we are just trying to catalog and make sure it is public, but first catalog the health equity work footprint uh, both across Northwestern as a whole entity, but also across the city um, as a start. And we really want to make that work visible, uh, basically on the website, in reports, so that people can start to uh, come together and co potentially collaborate more or see where, where some of the gaps are in the work as well. The next thing we're going to um, do or simultaneously is we'll have um, frequent or about monthly um, works in progress through our center that will be um, accessible to everyone, not just people within the Northwestern University itself. Um, and then we will have lectures, we'll co-sponsor events with other centers and with other programs and centers outside of the university as well. Um, and we will have visiting scholars set up um, from the community to come into our own institution to weigh in on different issues and, and help other investigators um, come up with new ideas or new approaches or new ways to, to look at data and to promote um, different ways to create programs and research projects, actually. The main thing I want to focus on here is that our programming is really meant to lift and elevate voices of people who don't normally get to sit at the table and help to improve the architecture and design of programs, research, education, training, and make us more accessible to everyone and not just those of us who are within our four walls of our university. And so things like pop-ups will come down the pike soon. Um, we'll have community uh, opportunities to 
create safe spaces of the sort around research discussion, um, uh, conversations around discrimination and the isms um, in various parts of the community um, and what we can do about it. Um, other, other programming will be around how can we um, promote or improve certain policies that need to be changed or added, um, both at a local uh, institutional level or a local level in the city um, or beyond that. For example, the other day we had Senator Dick Durbin and Representative Underwood and Representative Foster here at Northwestern uh, promoting new legislation around uh, NIH and other federal funding for research. And it was important for us to be there and support this promotion because research needs to be funded and not just research at the bench um, or at the bedside, but research with the communities, not just in the communities, but with the communities. And so Senator Durbin and Representatives Underwood and Foster were highly supportive of all kinds of research, especially the work that we do with the communities to promote health equity. One other um, big priority in our programming will also be um, education and training. And we have a lot of track record with our current programs that are healthcare career pipeline programs for diverse students from around the city. But we also want to expand that and really help improve the training and promote the training with a health equity lens across all students from high school all the way through to postdoctoral fellow. And then avail ourselves to training um, community members and faculty from around the area to really promote health equity work uh, across all disciplines. Thank you so much, Dr. Simon. I appreciate your time today and talking with us. We have one final question. Do you have any book recommendations for our listeners? Well, I love a lot of books and I've been reading, I've been trying to read more lately. It's kind of hard when you have four children. I'm getting beyond Dr. Seuss and those books. But in general, there's some great books um, that have just come out. Uh, both from local celebrities and national. So some of them include Valerie Jarrett's new book, Michelle Obama's book that's not so new, but it's amazing, and also Melinda Gates, her new book. There is one interesting book that I wanted to mention, and this is a children's book, and it's really just a picture book, and it's called Zoom, Z, like zebra, O-O-M, and it is by Istvan Banyai, B-A-N-Y-A-I, and this book is just a picture book, but it has different perspectives. So it literally starts from a very, very, very focused picture, a focused part of one picture. And it, each page, it zooms out a little more and it gives you a perspective. And then another part of, then the book transitions into zooming back into another part of a picture. And this perspective for every page actually creates a different story every time you turn the page. And it is a great book to read with children, but it's also a great book to read with adults because it helps you think twice about what you're looking at and what the context of what you're looking at and that whole perspective. And if we could just pause and think about perspective before we speak with each other these days and we really seek to understand um, and communicate from that lens and the fact that there's a zoomed in version and a zoomed out version and everything in between of a story or of an opinion, 
we actually may be able to communicate better and come to um, better resolutions of problems. Great. Thank you so much. It's a wonderful recommendation. We'll also link it in the show notes. Thank you for your time, Dr. Simon. Thank you. us wherever you listen to podcasts. If you are interested in learning more or getting involved with the Center for Health Equity Transformation, please visit our website linked in this episode's description. If you have comments, questions, or suggestions for future episodes, you can email us at skinnytreespodcast at gmail.com or tweet us at skinnytrees312. Our next episode will feature Dr. Julie Morita outgoing commissioner of the Chicago Department of Public Health, where we talk about her journey and her experiences working to promote health equity in Chicago for over 20 years. The views and opinions expressed on this podcast are those of the speakers and authors and do not necessarily reflect or represent the views and opinions of the following entities. National Institutes of Health, the National Cancer Institute, Northwestern University, Northwestern Medicine, Northwestern University Feinberg School of Medicine, the Robert H. Lurie Comprehensive Cancer Center, the Institute of Public Health and Medicine, University of Illinois at Chicago, and Northeastern Illinois University. Skinny Trees is proudly produced and edited in the lab of Dr. Melissa Simon at Northwestern University. Dr. Simon is a member of the United States Preventative Services Task Force, USPSTF. This podcast does not necessarily represent the views or policies of the USPSTF. Due to the social nature of this podcast, the content used might be copyrighted by another entity or person. This podcast claims no copyright to said content.